0: Here he is for Sean Jackson. Ah, yeah! If I ate as much as you do, I would weigh up there. Just short of midfield now is Costa. Oh, they're ready for it that time. The pass complete to Green, and Miles hit him immediately. Complete to Green. From Blanker screen once again, and Baron Miles has seen enough of this one. This time, as soon as he sees the inward motion, he broke immediately for the football and smelled that one out in the backfield.
1: The ticket, 93.7, the captain <laughs> are with Barron Miles. Barry you remember that play?
0: I do remember that play. In the got up and walked,
1: too. Oh, hey, listen, people don't understand that. You might have been the smallest dude on the team, allegedly. But you played big, way bigger. I'm talking. I mean, there were some hits that you had on some guys that was, I mean, borderline. Like, is that Baron? You know, I even had a caller. I even have a texter that said nine three five three said the play that sticks in my mind with Baron Miles is when he lit up Lawrence Phillips in the red and white game. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, he said Baron was my favorite player. He played bigger than he actually was. Love the aggression on them. Yeah, that, that I'm
0: glad. I'm glad. That's that's what uh, Frank Solich, uh, Coach Solich, was telling me when I first stepped on the field. He grabbed me by my face mask. He said, uh, I don't care if you get ran over. I don't care what happened. You better not shy away from any contact. So, me being an older guy now, when I look back on that, being a coach now, I could imagine him standing on the table for me to get me into Lincoln, Nebraska. And then all the other coaches sitting there going, he's too small. He ain't going to be able to make it. He ain't going to be able to hack it. I can see that conversation happening between the coaches now, now that I'm older. So once we stepped on the field, he grabbed my face mask and told me that I knew he had my back. But at the same time, he had a lot riding on it because he wanted, he wanted me to succeed and be uh, aggressive. So I, had to, I couldn't let him down. That was my whole goal.
1: Doak said you got your basketball gear with you?
0: I always, I always have my basketball gear with me. I'm ready to play at any moment. That's what, that's what he said. <laughs> he said, you, "You still hooping? I still hoop. Yeah, I still hoop. I still hoop." B, you pushing fifty? I am fifty. Not pushing. Oh, you, you, you the big five zero already? I'm five zero. Yep, January
1: first. Still hooping.
0: Still hoop. can you touch the rim? rim. I can't touch the rim anymore, but I, I can get close. I still can get close.
1: Okay, so fifty. If you could tell me you was touching the rim still, I was being like, you know what? We you might as well what? put the pass back on go, you. I'm
0: gonna go out today and see if I could do it. I'm gonna let you know.
1: You can do it. I believe you can do it. I can yeah, still touch I, the rims. Yeah. I stopped dunking
0: branches. at what? It was hard to get. Yeah, it was. It was. It was hard at 38. I turned 38. It was. It was tough.
1: Did you yeah, get I hurt could, in Canada?
0: I only. I tore my Achilles in Canada playing basketball. On in the off season, I was coaching then.
1: Yeah, I did the the same thing. Felt like somebody hit you with a baseball bat. Nobody was there. Yeah,
0: everything they said. But I still I still hoop to this day. My jump shot is deadly.
1: Oh, it's a weapon. It's wet. Hey, so Ashley McSplashley is a is is like a big time three point shooter up here at Nebraska. And, okay. And she does a radio show, and, I, and I've been talking crazy. I've been talking reckless because I told her after the season, we're going to have a three-point contest. Ooh, and okay. er- And everybody is thinking that I'm crazy because she can shoot. Right. But so can I. Ooh, you can shoot like that, Mijon? Now, I got a set shot. <laughs> and if I – listen, AB, a- if I can't shoot, I'm going to at least try to talk you out of some shots. You're going to miss <laughs> some shots because I'm going to be talking crazy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, tell, I tell the guys every 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 uh, season we uh, have downtime, I shoot hoops. I shoot hoops, and um, we have a basketball court close to us where we have training camp, and some guys try to come in there and, and out-shoot me. I said, I've never lost yet. I lost one time to this kid from uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and he wore me out. Mm. He was, he could have did anything he wanted with the ball. But other than that
1: – Can your son beat you one-on-one? Huh? Can your son, son beat you?
0: No. Right now, put it this way. he play, He's playing more aggressive now, and he try to hurt me most of the time. Like, he try to knock me
1: over Oh, and he want to pick on dad now, huh? He he,
0: he want to do all that. And so when he does that, he he, he ends up winning. I let him shoot, he'll win, because if he get hot, he's pretty good. But I told him, I said, if you let me get the ball up, you know you lost. And so he get tired. And then I start shooting. And it's
1: over. He is the exact opposite of what you know when you say body like Tarzan, play like Jay. Right. Look like Mike, play like a gorura. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. do not. And I say the same thing that I say about you. Do not let that smile deceive you. Right. There is a menace underneath that smile that is willing and wanting to knock your block off. Right. That's what I tell him all the time. I said, you on offense?
0: I said, you got to love the block. Because once you learn to love the block, the DB is going to hate you. So everything, I, I tell him, everything a DB is going to hate. And so I say, the DB is not going to want you pestering them and running at him every single time. He knocked you down, so what? As long as you keep going back. He's going be like, man, I got to put up with this dude. He's going to keep coming. Then eventually you're going to be strong enough and understand your leverage points. And then, I said, as long as you keep running at him and doing your job, then everybody else is going to see the same thing. You got to be a pest. You got to want to be aggressive.
1: How so, great was Coach say,
0: Osborne? Say that one more time. How,
1: how, how great was Coach Osborne? He was unbelievable. He, I, don't, I don't think great
0: does it justice. I think um, – that was that that's a man that, you know, could tell you you're gonna sit the bench and you still feel good about it, you know, type guy. Um, that he's uh yeah, he he's a great man. I'm glad he was a part of my, my life. I'm glad he was part of my college career going to Nebraska. So I I, I I I owe him a lot and I thank him for a lot.
1: What what part of his coaching game did you take with you to Uh, Montreal like now that you're a defensive coordinator coaching football what is it that you took with him the truth
0: Mm. tell tell the truth as much as you could tell the truth and be honest with the player I took that to heart because when he told me something he did it and he followed through with it Um, when we went to see the president um, after the national title game it was right around the time of the draft, and he brought me in. And he's like, "Baron, I don't think you're gonna get drafted. I I could be totally wrong, but size, everything that you've done, I I don't think it. Maybe missing this opportunity going to go into the to the um press see the president, you know, it's once in a lifetime thing, and I think you really should rethink, you know, uh, on coming. And I was like. I had confidence in myself. I said, if I don't, if I I don't go, I'm okay with it. I could live with it, not going to see the president with the, the team and everything like that. I knew that I needed to be home with my family just in case I got drafted. And I did get drafted in the sixth round. But the fact that Coach Osborne told me that, and it wasn't like he was dogging me or demeaning me, it was, that was Osborne. I was going to let you know, like, hey, you may not get drafted. You may be a free agent, but at least you could be with the team and going to see the president and stuff like that just in case. But it wasn't. The fact that he could tell me that, I try to carry that with me as a coach and say I want to be as honest, as truthful to the players as I can. Um, and like I did, I respected more than a uh, coach lying to me. and. That's
1: what I try to carry on. So, so how do they get cut in Montreal or in Canada? Because in the NFL, when I got cut, it was, yeah, uh, get your playbook. Coach Want to see you. <laughs> you, know, you know and I Coach, said, ah, you know what? It's not going to work out. Blah, 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 right. blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And by the time you get back to your locker, you got nothing but your own personal stuff in it. Exactly. All and the can- gear gone, everything. Right. I didn't get cut in Canada. No, no, no. Not you. But now oh. that you're a defensive coordinator, you got to cut somebody. Uh-oh. How does that work? Is it a difference in Canada? Is, are, are the coordinators saying, "Hey, by the way, Rashawn, <laughs> you ain't that good at linebacker, so we got to cut you"? How does that work over there?
0: No, it's uh, it's the same thing. We have a we have
1: a um. got to cut we guy.
0: guy. We have a guy that come a grim reaper. We Is call he him
1: ugly. Um, Is he ugly? Because yeah. the guy at Kansas City was the <laughs> ugliest dude ever, and at Seattle. <laughs> ugly guy. They use the ugliest dude that I've never seen before to do the cutting.
0: Nah, this this guy's not. No, nah, he's not. Oh, he's not nice the guy that I've been a part of. No, nah, he's been decent. So uh, I think, yeah, it's just. But they know beforehand, and then they get panicky. You know, I'm homesick. I want to go home anyway. Type thing. I'm like, don't don't, don't cheat in it. Don't 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 do that. I said, do your best, and at some point. Somebody, somebody else showed a lot better than you did, and let's move on. I said, but they know beforehand. I, I kind of try to tell them, like, hey, this guy's playing well. You got to play. You got to show a little bit better. I said, this is what he's doing, and we watch film, break it down. I'm like, you're not doing that right now. I said, we carry a small roster. It's American-Canadian ratio changer. Mm. I said, you got to understand that, and the quicker you understand that, you're trying to fight against these – seven American guys for two positions.
1: and then they Talk about saying, that, though, B. What, what, is the, what is that rule? What is that ratio you're talking about?
0: The ratio is um, American to Canadian. So most of the time, the Canadians, you need to have 21 uh, Americans, 21 Canadian players. Then you need seven Canadian players have to start on your team. Offense or defense. You could have all seven start on offense, which would never happen, but you can. Some teams build with O linemen as Canadian athletes. Some build with uh, Canadian linebackers. And like for us, we have one linebacker at Canadian position, and our free safety spot is a Canadian position. So we play with six DBs in total, and one of those DBs are um, Canadian. So right now we got five Canadian, five American DB spots available. So now when we bring in twenty DBs, they're fighting for maybe three spots, maybe two, because five of those guys are returning starters already, that are already on the roster. Mm. So you're fighting for really a backup spot, and maybe you get maybe maybe is you're getting twenty DBs come in because you're looking for maybe two that's going to stand out and make, make a splash for you.
1: For, for all the little, the, little, the little whippersnappers that want to play professional football, what would your advice be to them when they get on that stage?
0: Um, trust in your ability. Trust your ability and don't worry about the outcome because you have no control over it. The only thing you have control over, over is your ability to play your sport whether it's basketball, football, hockey, track, whatever it is, if you, right now we're talking about football, if you're a good guy going after the ball, make sure you're showing you can attack the ball and you're going to go after the ball. If you're a good guy, you're being technique sound and you're in the right spot at every single time and every single turn, be that guy. Don't try to be somebody different. You want to show them that, hey, what they saw on film, that's what you're doing in person. I hate when I see film of cut-ups and then I see a guy attacking the ball, doing everything, then I say, okay, let me see you in person. So you go train him and test him out and do drills with him, and he's night and day, something totally different. So then that becomes a big turnoff. He's like, hey, this is not matching up. But that's what I would say to the young whippersnappers. Hey, trust in your ability. Then when you get a time, when you get your chance to shine, do what you're supposed to do. You ain't got to do no more, no less. Just do what you're supposed to do, and then everything else will work out for itself.
1: Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Yes. How 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 that feel? I mean, that because here, let me just tell you. The the majority of guys that I talk to when I when I say, "Hey, you know what? You know my, you know when I hear that they play in Canada," i would be like, "You know my only bear Miles," And they'll be like, "Bear Miles, That's the Michael Jordan of the Canadian Football League. And I don't <laughs> think I don't think people understand what that means. Uh, Hall of Fame. Again. You're breaking up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Hall of Fame. What did that yeah. mean to you getting that that nod?
0: It was awesome. It was, It was. you know, I was waiting and I was like, okay, I, I believe I played well enough to, to get in. But until they call your name, until they give you that, that phone call and you're up on stage and you get that jacket, I mean, like I tell my kid, I said, you can't say nothing to me right now. I'm I'm – HOS, what do you mean? And, you know, it's a great feeling. It it came with a lot of responsibility, a lot of training, a lot of back work, a lot of people helping me, my wife, my kids putting up with me day in and day out, training and things like that. So um, a lot of people contributed to it. But uh, when I was on the field, I, I wanted to put my best foot forward to show everybody that I wanted to be one of the best to play in the Canadian Football League, and I want them to talk about me in the Canadian Football League when they bring DBs up. And so that was one of my goals. And hopefully, me being in the Hall of Fame, uh, I'm a step closer.
1: Shout out to Miss Miles, man. Shout out yeah. to Miss Hey, the queue up to Michael Jackson one time. Shout, this is If she's somewhere close, I don't know if you're listening, we'll send it to you too after we get through. But, <laughs> yeah. but how long y'all been married, man? Uh, see, now you can get me in trouble. You don't know. My that, that's like, okay. A lifetime. Just say 24. a lifetime. Just, nah, 20, 23 years. 23 years. She, yeah. you, you know what you gotta be to deal with a football player for 23 yeah. years and stick with it? Yes. That's I a lot. Yeah, she'll tell you that
0: too. So, yeah. Got it.
1: All right. So, so, shout out to her for this one. Dedicating this to Miss Miles. There you go. From Barron. <laughs> <laughs> I like having that. I like having that ability to to tell to, to ask Nick to play something for me, and he finds it, and boom,
0: there you go. That's uh, nice.
1: So okay, so 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 Baron, when you talk about who is the best defensive player, you feel at Nebraska, who was it? Current or or no, all time? All time, man. I I don't know. Well, in your era, who would we, if we lost that player, why wouldn't we have won the championship if we lost that player? Is it Baron Miles?
0: Miles? No, I don't know.
1: That's a tough Uh, question, huh?
0: Yeah. I I mean, we played, yeah, we played as a unit. I would say quiet is kept because we had rotating ends. We had rotating inside players. I mean, Ed Stewart comes to mind because they wouldn't really know that unless you knew the defenses. And what he did, guarding the running back, coming through, making run stops, Buckus Award candidate, All-American on that defense, it was oof. You had we had some great ends. We had young young guys in Winstrom, especially when I was a senior. Homage. Ah, uh, I, I I can't answer that. Okay,
1: I I try to I try to do that. I try to I try to figure out a question I can ask and to stump you a little bit.
0: Yeah, that that I don't I couldn't. Yeah, we had some we had some guys. We had did, some guys.
1: Where did you did you grow up watching Nebraska football?
0: Being from New Jersey, <laughs> I, I I did, but not the way you think. I grew up watching Oklahoma because of Jamil Holloway. Remember, yeah, I was a quarterback, right? Wanted to be a quarterback, and I loved Jamil Holloway because he was undersized. He ran the option, and that that stuck with me. And every time they play Thanksgiving, my older brother was a Nebraska um, Steve Taylor fan, and so. He's like, come on, we are gonna watch Nebraska, Oklahoma, get the Butwood and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I'm watching Oklahoma, and um, that's that's what that's what uh, I watched them. But it was really I was watching Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, we well, we 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 adopted you though, so yeah,
0: it's okay. But now now I'm all Huskers, so don't you ain't got to worry about it. I'm all reading All right, and so
1: right, we're gonna right pay red. we're gonna pay some more bills, but when we do, I want to come back with this question. Okay. State of Nebraska football, so you can be thinking about it right now as we speak. Um, what do you like? What needs to happen in order to change the three and nine to nine and three? Talking with Baron Miles, the ticket ninety three point seven. I'm the captain.